Welcome back to After a Few Podcasts, the guy behind the 0-16 Browns uh, <laughs> parade. I can't wait for this. Chris McNeil, at Reeflog underscore 18 on Twitter. He's going to join us. He's going to give a little bit of insight of Cleveland sports. This this parade very well could happen, Scott. It's looking good for the parade, I will say that. I mean, uh, 0-8 start for the Browns. We'll see what he's got to say. We got Justin Kinner from ESPN Radio 1410 to break down everything college football, uh, college football playoff, Buckeyes, loss. Um, I'm sure he's going to give it to us tonight. Yeah, we're still mourning. Yeah, I mean, we're still mourning, but Kinner, he did. He, he warned us. He, he did. He warned us. He did. Um, you know, what? who's going to make the final four? Hopefully he has a little bit of answer into all this. We'll see. Uh, as always, Grady vs. Chicks NFL picks. Uh, we got a special segment tonight, uh, Things Old People Like. <laughs> that should be fun. Um, let's just dive right in. Uh, There's going to be a lot of nonsense this, this episode. Here we go. Here we go. How ridiculous. This guy serious right now? little incoherent what's happening throwing bangers out oh god here we go want to let everybody know this episode of after a few podcasts is brought to you by our friends over at epic vapes have you ever wanted to stop smoking cigarettes for good well epic vapes is here to help you with our healthier alternative Vaping is taking the world by storm and helping more and more people quit every single day. My good friend and owner, Nate, has deals going on daily on juice and the latest mods to upgrade your current setup. Go over to a store near you or check out epicvapes.com and get on track to a healthier alternative today. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, we got Scott over here with explosive diarrhea. I'm about <laughs> 10 beers deep. <laughs> Not, not explosive diarrhea. Oh, God. I think I'm brewing up a double ear infection, I, though, so this is fun listening to all your I nonsense that. and both of my <laughs> pounding eardrums. I had that planned out for a little bit. Either they're uh, going to start bleeding or you are when I beat you to death with my shoe. Yeah, I just stole about uh, five beers out of uh, Scott's, Scott's fridge, so feeling fresh. Uh, let's just start off. NFL, thank you, Lord. You uh, finally did something right. You know, with the kneeling situation, you did the uh, hashtag salute to service on Sunday. And Scott Hansen, I do applaud you. You promoted it. That was cool. Um, that, how, how quickly they, they got responses to that. That was dude, amazing. Over a million dollars. Yeah. It, well, he had, they had uh, 50,000 tweets within like the first minute or so after he said, like, it couldn't have been like two minutes. I'm just, we're just basically saying bravo, uh, bravo, NFL. Gosh, dang it. Grady keeps calling me. We're going to get him on later. We'll get him on a little bit. We're Grady, you can wait. We're going to get him on a little bit. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Grady. You're Leave not that alone. important. Yeah. We okay. call you. You don't call us. Well, that being said, uh, weird week in the NFL. Two fights and only one suspension. And uh, Scott, you want to care to break that down for I, us? I would not, actually. Okay. I, well, I, I'll break it down then. I, I, AJ Green <laughs> goes, you know, he goes on a rampage, basically uh, puts a guy in a headlock, throws him down. Um, he gets kicked out of the game. The craziest thing about this is Mike Evans basically did the exact same thing. Jameis Winston's on the sidelines, like acting, acting tough. And he, he ain't even in the game. You want to be tough, get in the game. Okay, fine. I will comment on this. I wasn't going to comment on this. So everybody doesn't know what well, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit. We're going to talk about it. I, I, that is Mike Evans was now on my fantasy team because of a trade that I made. It was a good trade. Whatever. I'm sure we'll talk about That's this. That's not later. the point I'm trying to make right now. The I, point I know I'm you're trying not trying to make this point, but this is why I'm pissed about this. And that's why I didn't want to comment on it. But why I'm pissed about this is okay. it's the exact same situation. If you're going to suspend Mike Evans, fine. 100% he deserves to be suspended. Nope. I, I, I can agree I, with that. Can I tell you why they didn't suspend AJ Green, though, before you get mad? You can. Do you know? I don't think you know. I don't know. Okay. So AJ Green's suspension occurred in about the first quarter, first you know, whatever. So he got, he got tossed early. Oh, he gets kicked for the second half. Is that rule or whatever? What? It's not like a rule. Like the NFL could have suspended him, but I don't know why they didn't. But that being, that being the case, Mike Evans, what, like, I understand you protecting a quarterback, but they're just sitting there yapping back and forth. It's like, it's, it's the NFL. Must talk about his mom. You don't know. 
do you think Mike Evans heard that from 10 yards uh, behind him? Yeah, and Mike Evans hairy. comes in and just smokes him. I mean, Evans deserves to get suspended. He AJ does. Green deserves to get they, suspended. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to suspend one of them, suspend both. I of them. like it though. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. Those neither of those guys are on my fantasy team. Yeah, I know. That's what we're only looking <sighs> out for. Barry. So. Yeah, we're only looking out for Barry. So uh, Eagles playing out of their mind right now. Best record in the NFL. They tore through Denver. We'll talk about that. I'm a Broncos fan, so yeah. things are looking very bleak for us. But, I mean, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. That dude is on pace to win the MVP. I mean, he's he's been absolutely insane. He was uh, through for 199 yards and four touchdowns this past weekend. Yeah, but... And- I mean, where did he where did he come from this year? He's just been playing out of his mind. Out of his mind, four touchdowns. But my thing is, 199 yards when you have a lead is a decent amount. If you're playing from behind or in a shootout, you know. So, right. but uh, Jay Ajayi, he comes in, you know, a debut game with them coming from the trade, and he he takes off for one really really long run, right. Um, he gets a touchdown, 77 yards. I mean, what a performance. Yeah, they're firing on all cylinders. I said last week, and uh, I'll say it again, I think that that was a great trade for the Eagles. Uh, they're really trying to make a run for it this year, put it all together. And I think J.J., the quickness and explosiveness that he has is really going to add to their uh, running game and just make them an even better team than they already have been. Yeah. I mean, Broncos at an all-time low. We got Brock Osweiler. You know, Brock Osweiler. Oh, my God. This now, guy. Now, I want to he, call you out for something with Brock Osweiler before you go into this. Okay. Okay? Because I said, okay. I, I, I don't think you're going to say good things about Brock Osweiler. Am I correct? Like, Brock, Brock Osweiler was terrible. He's terrible, but. Okay. My point is. Did you or did you it. not say? I can't even defend it. Did you or did you not say that because he was with the Browns for a minute period of time that he was going to be great because he touched their field and then went back to? Uh... Yeah, I did say that. But okay. what I'm saying now is Brock Osweiler. He's basically paying the Broncos to play. I mean, he's yeah. the Broncos are not paying his salary. The Browns are, but we'll get to that in, in a little bit. Another one of uh, our better decisions. Another one of our better. Yeah, I mean, come to find out, we, you know, we we get him front, we get him back. Come to find out, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> well, he was with the Browns. I could have told you that. Come to find out, I mean, we just, you know, who would have thought it? Who would have thought he's terrible? Brock Osweiler made the Philadelphia defense look like all-stars. Now, Philadelphia's defense is good. They are good. They are legit. They have shut down teams. But they hung 52. They hung 52 on us. Yeah. And we didn't... We I don't even know if we scored 14 points. I think it was like 52-13 or something. Yeah, it was, it was Def- bad. Defense looked old. Tlaib was getting burnt. Um, you know, the... The the line was getting no pressure. Wentz Wentz was able to dump off, or and they were they were they ran it down our throats. What what more can you say? Yeah, I mean Wentz was great. He tore you guys up. But moving on from that, uh, the Broncos didn't do so hot. Another team didn't do so hot this past weekend was our beloved Buckeyes, unfortunately. So let's bring on uh, Justin Kinner to do Kinner's nose best and do a little post mortem on this Buckeyes game. All right, I'm going to welcome in uh, Justin Kenner for his Kenner Knows Best uh, College Football Playoff Edition. Uh, Kenner, we've seen a great week of college football, but we've seen the Buckeyes go down. <laughs> to Iowa. They got their asses beat. What the hell? Yeah, and I think everybody is shocked right now, Ohio State-wise. I mean... I think you are not shocked because we are who we thought you were, basically. Well, yeah, and, you know, I think the prob- the the best part about the Penn State game was the worst part about the Iowa game. I think that, you know, JT Barrett is not who we saw against Penn State, and I'm not going to take anything away from what we saw uh, from him against Penn State. Uh, but what we saw in that fourth quarter, JT was just having, like, you know, it's kind of like in basketball, Hawk. You know, there's a guy that can go out there and hit, like, eight threes in the game, and that's normally not like him, but he's just hot. He's just feeling it. 
you don't expect that dude to come out the next game and keep knocking him down. Um, but Urban Meyer comes out and he draws up a three-point play for J.T. Barrett, who's not normally a three-point shooter. So I'm using a basketball analogy there. Yeah. But the best thing that happened yeah. at Kent State, you know, they tried to pick up where they left off against Iowa. Or they tried to pick up where they left off against Penn State with Iowa, and it ended up working against them. I mean, you're backed up in your territory and you're throwing a little short yard out. Of course, it's going to get picked off at, at that point. I mean, again, trying to pretend as if J.T. is somebody that he wasn't just based on that performance. It was frustrating. That wasn't why they lost, but it was one of the reasons. There's just a lot of issues with the Buckeyes that were really exposed the other night. What did you have? You heard anything about why J.K. Dobbins only gets six carries and they put the weight of the world on J.T.'s shoulders? So you've been preaching, you know, all year, J.T. Um, you know, he's he's not that good. And we, I mean, we found out he's not that good. But why not take a little bit of pressure off of him? Give the ball to J.K. a little bit. Well, the pro- it's not that he's not that good. The problem is, is again, that's like, I mean, Hawk, you were a decent-sized basketball player, but, I mean, if your coach would keep coming out and drawing that place for you in the post and you keep screwing up, does that mean you're a bad basketball player or is the coach a moron? I, I think it's the coach is a moron, and I know we can't call out Urban Meyer without people gasping for air, but why – there's nothing wrong with Dobbins. There's no injury situation, and there certainly isn't anything wrong with Weber, who's healthy for the first time all year. Yeah. But this is a pattern. This is a go back to 2013 and look at the Big Ten championship game all the way back to Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde in that game, and I believe in 2013, that Big Ten championship game, he was averaging six yards a carry, and they kept you know, running those same type of JT plays at Braxton Miller, who was averaging two yards a carry. We saw it again in 2014. J.T. Barrett had 24 rushes for about three yards to carry. Zeke Elliott only carried the ball eight times, and he was averaging about five yards to carry. Uh, and then we all know about the one against, you know, Penn State two years ago when Zeke Elliott came out and was frustrated why he wasn't touching the ball more. I don't know why when games get tight, Urban Meyer thinks that J.T. Barrett is just going to hold him and cuddle him at night and make it all better. He's never proven that to be the case. He had one great game or fourth quarter, not one great game, he had one good quarter against Penn State, uh, and that's been about it. J.T. Barrett's not a bad quarterback. He's just not being used the right way, and I can't believe we're questioning Urban Meyer on that behalf. Yeah, I totally agree. They are not they are not putting the players in the position that they need. Um, I do want to go over the rankings with you, though. Uh, Georgia State is number one, Alabama number two, Notre Dame number three. I need thoughts on Notre Dame at number three. Notre Dame is – an interesting team. This is the team I'm rooting for to lose. If Ohio State has, I mean, it's if if Ohio State has any kind of tiny chance, it's on the shoulders of Notre Dame to lose. Um, because Notre Dame right now, look, keep in mind, the biggest complaint about the college football playoff is that, you know, there's always that one power five conference team that's going to get left out if you have the traditional, you know, one team from every Power Five conference school gets into the 14 playoff. You're going to have that one team, that one conference be left out. This year's a little bit of a different scenario. We're seeing a couple of different things play out. You have Georgia and Alabama from the SEC in the mix. I don't care what, how close the game is going to be in the SEC championship game. I have a hard time believing they're going to put the loser of that game in the playoff when it's all said and done. I just don't see a team losing the last game of the regular season or the the Big Ten or the conference championship and still getting in. I just don't see it. Okay. But there's a chance you could see two teams from the SEC get in, and then Notre Dame's going to play a role because if they get into the college football playoff, you go from having five Power Five conference teams, and all of a sudden you only have one more hole to fill another Power Five conference team in. It's just going to be difficult. I just don't see how that's going to work. Okay, so are you telling me that the Miami-Notre Dame game, and I, and I want to approach it from a little bit different way. Notre Dame, this is probably the last game on their schedule. That's an absolute contest. Uh, otherwise, they are pretty much favored by all means in every every one of the rest of the games. No title game. Uh, Miami is kind of, who have they played? They are 8-0, so they're getting the benefit of the doubt. But if they beat Notre Dame, uh, I would I would catapult them up to number three. I would say that's what the committee's going to do. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, the next poll that comes out, I don't know how high they would spike up, but I do know that Miami is going to be in a Miami is in a good situation where you know if they beat Notre Dame and then they beat Clemson in the ACC championship game, they're in. Um, you know, not many people expected Miami to be in the mix, but yet here they are. 
They control their own destiny pretty much, as does Clemson at this point. So you're going to get, you know, one of those two teams. That's what's fun about the college football playoff right now is these games are playoff games. Like, Notre Dame-Miami this week is for the playoffs. Right. Like, the playoffs don't start in the new year. I mean, the playoffs started when Penn State and Ohio State went head-to-head two weeks ago. Uh, I'm really trying to remember how the hell I watched college football before the playoffs. Do you remember what kind of urgency there was in the season? I don't. <laughs> it was BC. It was BCS, though. Remember that? How how terrible that system was. I mean, now we expand oh, to four. I how terrible it was. That's... I mean, we expand to four, and now we're in the same position. But now they, instead of it being the two best teams in any conference, they are saying, "Okay, we're gonna try to spread this wealth out a little bit." And then now everybody's complaining if a Big Ten or a Big Twelve doesn't get in. Because it's that's only fair, yeah. but this year it is so set up, and I mean, y- if you don't lose in the SEC, you probably deserve to be in the top four. Uh, when when everything falls down, we will find out who's the best team in the big or uh, in the SEC. But all these other teams, like Clemson, you know they they played bad, but his quarterback their quarterback got hurt, so. I, I would say I, I don't like Notre Dame up there yet because I feel like they haven't beat anybody. They played Michigan State, you know. How good is Michigan State? I guess we'll find out this week. Ohio State will, I know, bounce back, and they're going to play Michigan State as hard as they can. I Can you imagine practicing for Urban this week, though? Oh, I know. I don't even know how. I mean, when fans get down and feel like the season's over, you I mean, how players keep themselves motivated, that's why I give them all the credit in the world. Because I mentally check out. When they went I mean, I was middle of the fourth quarter, I'm like, Well, on the basketball season, because I really don't care how the rest plays out. Obviously I'll pull for them against Michigan. Um, but when I'm looking at the way things can lay out, there's still they have a fighter's chance. But I just I, I have a hard time if it's between the Buckeyes and somebody else for that fourth spot. I think that it's not that they lost to Iowa, it's the way they lost, and I think that's going to cost them when it's all said and done. Ohio State could have been upset by Iowa on a field goal as time expired. I don't think that would have hurt the Buckeyes as much as giving up freaking 50-plus points to the Hawkeyes. Like that, that's, right. At the end of the day, that's what's tough to swallow. Not that they lost, how they lost. I'm going to get you out of here on this, Kenner. I know you got a uh, – what are you doing later? I have a huge volleyball game tonight. I'm so miserable right now that I have to go do this damn thing. But no, funny, why are so why are I'll you miserable? It. You get paid to sit there and uh, announce volleyball. Yeah, I mean, well, if the women were hot, it would help. Well, that was my next question. So, what's going on in that situation? No, they're not. They're not. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna bre- I'm gonna break this down for you right quick, Kenner. And this is how Ohio State still has a chance to get in the playoff. And I want you to agree or disagree. Georgia finishes 11-2, uh, losses to Al- or Auburn and Alabama in the SEC or in the SEC title game. So, can Georgia get in at 11 and two? Just rapid fire. Oh, no. no, Notre Dame finishes 10 and two. Now Notre Dame loses one game. They're out. Clemson wins out but gets beat by Miami in the ACC title game and finishes 11 and 2. Does Clemson get uh, in? Man. That's t- I mean right now that's what's always you know everyone likes to use the poll to their advantage like if we're sitting here today I'm going to say no but you know there's more chaos coming like you know we could see Georgia who you know at first they were coming out as the favorites over Auburn and they still are but the line's getting smaller and smaller. Uh, this week, so I, there's a lot of chaos that's going to break out. A lot of scenarios have to, un, you know, kind of present themselves. But that's what's fun about this. There's really no set answer. But I do know this: that if Ohio State beats a ranked Michigan State team, they beat Illinois, they beat a ranked Michigan team, and then they beat an unbeaten, you know, highly ranked Wisconsin team in the Big Ten championship, they've done all they can, all things considered to put themselves in a good position if it comes to that point where two teams are being considered. Right. Um, I want you to go, who has the best chance, uh, Ohio State or Michigan State, to make the playoff? Outside shot, long shot, who's got a better chance? Uh, Ohio State has the better chance just because they have the better quality opponents remaining on the schedule. Kenner, I know Ohio State's going to make it to this playoff. I'm, I'm one of those delusional fans still. 
And I'm well, not, here, here, I'll sit down I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If we, if we run the table, blow out Wisconsin, a number three Wisconsin in the title game again, I think we have a shot. If, if some of these teams lose, I mean, if we make the playoffs, I'll bong a 40 on. Okay. Twitter but line. here's my, here's my, I got to get you. I know you got to get going. Uh, Kenner, we're going to get you out of here. Enjoy the volleyball game. Hey, I tell you what could happen. If you go out on the recruiting trail with the coach, the volleyball coach, you could handpick them. How about that? Trust me, I'm not what's attract I'm not I'm not what's attracting many women to this school. I promise you that much. Uh but hey, I hold up. I'm gonna send you guys out with a question because everyone's saying the Big Ten is the best conference in college football. Yep. How do you guys assess who the best conference is? Because I'm looking at the Big Ten that might be the deepest. But right now, technically, they have no national championship contenders. They might have the most ranked teams, but they don't have a national championship contender based on how we're, the numbers and rankings are. The SEC is everyone saying how horrible it is, but they have two championship contenders. How do, would you assess who the better conference is? I mean, I, you can make the argument the SEC still is going to hold that weight here this, as we sit here today because they have two teams that can win a championship and the Big Ten right now really on the outside looking in. Well, I think what it comes down to is this. When it's all said and done, whoever wins the championship is who everybody's going to remember as being the best conference at the end of the season. That's just how it's going to work. That's how it always works. I think you're right. The Big Ten has the deepest conference, for sure, with more ranked teams. But ultimately, I think people are going to judge who the better conference is by who ends up winning it all at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's what's going to be – because everyone's making the argument the Big Ten's the best conference. Well – that's fine. If you want to hang your hat on being the best conference, right now, though, Big Ten's in danger of not having any representation in the, right. Big Ten, or in, the in, in the playoffs. So there's something to be said about that, too. Yeah, there is. But that just means that it's a kind of level playing field. But this is another topic for another day. I mean, the, if, Absolutely. If, you win, if you win, you get one loss, basically, to have a shot. If you can't win the rest of your games, then you don't deserve to be in the top four, basically it. <laughs> They have to win out. It's a, it's a playoff start. I mean, if you lose another one, you're really out. I mean, that's the case for all the teams in the mix right now. Right. I mean, when every team is in a position where they have to win out, the playoffs are already underway. Yeah. All right, Kenner. We appreciate you joining us. Um, go Bucks this weekend. It'll be a noon start. So enjoy the volleyball game and, uh, you know, go to the bathroom before you sit down. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I shared that story with you guys. Yeah. All right, guys, go Bucks. Hey, see you, man. Go Bucks. Thanks again for coming on, Kenner. We always appreciate having you. We're going to move on now to Grady versus Chicks NFL picks because he's getting a little antsy, isn't he? He's been blowing us up. He has been calling. He's texting. I don't even know what he's saying. Hey, where are you at? Where, 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 where are you? Yeah, let, let's get him on here. Hey, oh, my gosh, here. guys, though, here, here's the thing. It's his birthday today. So we're not going to tell him happy birthday. I haven't told him all day for this reason. So we're going to not tell him happy birthday, but at the end, uh, kind of give him a little love. Um, I might send him a basket of flowers tomorrow. You never know. <laughs> Act like he. What kind of flowers? Um, Poinsettia. Cheap. Cheap. <laughs> cheap. I am not can. buying roses. I'll send him a. Go pick some dandelions. I'll send, send him, him a bag of dirt from Lowe's <laughs> if Amazon will deliver that. <laughs> I'm sure they probably will. Dude, they got that two-hour delivery now. I know. It's in Columbus, and they're building another facility. This could get nuts around here. Yeah. We're... Let's get him in here, though. Yeah, let's, let's get, get Grady. Grady on. All right, we got Grady on the phone. Grady, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing okay. All uh, right, Grady, screw off. Uh, Grady lost. Scott lost. Barry wins. Yes, I said my name in the third person. Here we go, baby. You know what? You Here know we what? go. Time out. I'm sorry, nope, Grady. Nope, I'm going to nope, interject. No, nope. nope. shut your mouth. You Why? shut your mouth. I am tired of your BS about this fantasy crap. I'm tired of you yep. acting like you're a genius for I playing Tyrod Taylor and Matt Forte, who were the only two people that you had available to play oh, on hey, your Scott team, got on Twitter. who is not that good. And you're going to lose every game for the rest of the year, and you're not going to lose. You're not going to win the league. You okay. may not even make it to the playoffs. You're losing every game the rest of okay, the year. So your team Scott is garbage. is bitter. Here we go. Here we go with the garbage. Kiss my ass. Okay. <laughs> Grady, sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Grady. Grady, how was your week? 
Oh, uh, my week um, so far has been going okay since I got out of the weekend because the Buckeyes lost, my fantasy football team laid an egg, and then I also did really bad on chicks uh, and NFL picks or whatever. So um, not a great week in that regard, but I don't have to go to work tomorrow, so I'm not complaining. No work. I like the positive spin on that, though. Positive spin, but uh, you are correct. You and Scott did lose. Um, this is gonna be this is gonna be uh, separation week, boys. If if you don't win, we could be uh, back here in the same position next week, and you guys could be on the outside looking in. That's not true. Why? Uh, because Grady and I, I are five and four right the, now. Right, but one of you two. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm probably not going to win next week because I'm playing uh, the hottest man on the face of the earth in fantasy football and Hayden Scholl. So there's a really good shot I'll get beat by like 30, even if my guys play really well. That's so just, that's, that's kind of where a... I'm at there. So I'm expecting to be 5-5 five and five after this upcoming week. Hey, but uh, you never know. Zeke Zeke's out. Yeah, he was supposed to be out last wait, week. Wait, wait, he's in. No, he's out. You don't know. We don't know. Actually, he is in. He's in still. I was just messing. But uh, he's in. Are you asking if I'm still in the playoff bracket? I'm still in the playoff bracket. I I dropped a four. I'm still that in it. That what we were talking about, Doopy. <laughs> well, sorry. Hey, le- hey, let's talk about let's talk about this though. If we're going to talk about a little bit of fantasy football, Scott's BS trades are backfiring finally, and your guy on your team, uh, Grady, is a chump. Uh, AJ Green's a chump. He should have been suspended. Mike Evans, which is now on Scott's team, after uh, just he Scott is the uh, guy that makes the trades that are the worst trades in the entire okay, world. Okay, tell me how that was a bad trade though. Good, good trade, good trade. Because I traded Chris Hogan and Deshaun Watson for Mike Evans and Matt Stafford. Yeah, Deshaun Watson and Chris Hogan are both hurt. Deshaun Watson's out for the season. Yeah, it was a great trade. But listen. Mike Evans might not have been the player to go after is what I'm saying. His numbers have been way down all year. And he's still like, I don't understand how the dude is still coveted as like a top 10 receiver. Uh, Jameis Winston could never get him the ball when he, he he would force feed him. He would, he would either force feed him or never throw him the ball. And there was no in between. Um, AJ Green, I, I'm sorry, but if you're not going to suspend that dude, give me a break. I'm not happy with it. I do want to thank you, though, because you did trade that stupid trade you made with your brother, sent Tom Brady to uh, to your brother, and I played him last week. Well, Tom Brady's on a bye. You know, it ended up working out for me. Um, I mean, you would have beat him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I, my team went off on a bye week, on a really big bye week, I think eight, week eight and and. Yeah, well, don't act like you're some fantasy genius. Guys, you got lucky. That's I, I run, all I'm saying. Listen, listen. Let, let me let me tell you why. I run two fantasy football teams. They're both seven and two. I'm not going to listen to this, Grady. You can take this. And uh, and I got myself. Uh, and I drafted Money's team, and he's he's six and three, seven and two. All these teams are bound to make the playoffs, Scott. Uh, Grady, please just just respond to that. I'm not talking to him anymore. He's done. Oh, I mean, I don't. I'm just gonna let Barry go. I I think he just got up just hot this week. I mean, yeah, I got pent up energy. On Matt Forte. He thinks Matt Forte is gonna take him to the promised land. No, I that's don't. not gonna happen. I I mean, I'm just gonna let him go because I think he's gonna be really disappointed after these next couple weeks. Listen, yeah, I think I, he did listen. get a little lucky. I agree. Barry's kind of like Tom a... Brady being on the bye, right? Um. Barry's kind of like a firecracker. I mean, you let him go off, he goes off big for a little bit, and he fizzles out really quick. Oh, and that's, hey, hey, yeah, I mean, you see that low blow? That's, 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 that's a low blow. I'm just going by what your wife said. That's all. Ooh, ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Scott's got zingers tonight, guys. Scott has. I'm just zingers. tired of your shit. That's <laughs> all. Um, cripes. Well, he's all ticked off, but I'm happy. Uh, love it. We got Grady for the uh, the chicks. Chicks versus chicks, or uh, Grady versus chicks. Oh, shots fired. Uh, <laughs> Grady versus chicks, NFL picks. What what week are we on? 10? Week 10. Week okay, 10. so guys, uh, chicks gained, they gained three. 
Grady picked eight. Chicks picked 11 out of 13 right. Let's give them a hand. They were hot. They were hot this We're going to give them a Good slow job. clap. We're going to give them a slow clap. Uh, so, Grady, not only did he lose fantasy football, but he is, uh, you know, his lead is getting closer, and we love seeing little competition. So, uh, Grady, what you got this week? What, what, what What's predictions? Um, my prediction, I, I think I'll – I think I'll win by a couple games this week. And I just want to say, I think the Buckeyes getting blown out by Iowa messed up my juju uh, in regards to fantasy football and my NFL picks. So hopefully if the Buckeyes can pull out a win, uh, that will translate to me winning in fantasy football, and then I'll win a couple uh, more than the girls in the NFL picks. But we'll see. I need, I, I can't let the girls uh, beat me again this week for sure. Hey, you need to send a couple emails of like wish lists, like items. I don't know. We're going to set a dollar amount, but wish list items if you win this competition and we'll purchase one for you. It'll be like our Christmas gift to you or something. You're going to let him pick his own wish list? Yeah, but I think I'm going to give him, to I'm going to give him, I'm going to cap him. Like, I'm not going to spend like $100 on Grady winning a chicks versus pit or, you know, <laughs> chicks versus chicks. All right. All right, well, let's get on with it. Uh, Grady, best of luck this week, and you're on the clock. Grady, Thursday night game, Seattle versus Arizona. Uh, Seattle. New Orleans at Buffalo. Buffalo. Green Bay at Chicago. Green Bay. Cleveland at Detroit. Detroit. Pittsburgh at Indy. Pittsburgh. Chargers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Jets at Bucks. Jets. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee. Minnesota at Washington. Washington. Houston at the Rams. The Rams. Dallas versus Atlanta. Dallas. Giants versus the Niners. Who's playing the Niners? Giants. Giants? I'm picking the Giants. Patriots at Denver Broncos. They're hot right now, Grady. Don't sleep on them. Patriots. And Monday night football, maybe the toilet bowl ever, uh, Miami versus Carolina. 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 Grady, Down I with think five seconds of spare. I think your picks are terrible. <laughs> Flat out. I like them. Hopefully they're better I think, than I think week. I got a good shot. I like Green Bay. Or actually, I don't like Green Bay. I like uh, Chicago for sure in that game. That's going to be an interesting game. And honest to God, I think I have the Browns winning. They, listen, against the, the Lions, they're at the Lions at one o'clock. Like Lions play good prime time. I think they they get fantasy football numbers. You're um, out of your mind. Lions beat them by three touchdowns at uh, least. Not three touchdowns. It's twelve and a half spread. Look what they just did to Green Bay. You're telling me that the that Cleveland is better than Green Bay? Hey, I am arguing for your team to win a game, and you're out here. I'm trying to my get the 0 16 parade, you man. Get, Come hey, on. This has been a crappy have, segment for you, bro. I, no. Touchy subjects. I love hey, it. I'm just, I'm just saying. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Grady, we're going to get you out of here. Um, we appreciate you joining us, as always. We wish you the worst of luck of all time. You said you had Hayden uh, on the schedule, which is uh, number one in the league right now. Dude is hot. Um, I mean, actually, I wish you the best of luck. Actually, I need to root for Grady this week. Yeah, you need no. Screw you, because I played Hayden last week. You didn't root for me. So, <laughs> hold on. I just I want to hear Barry tell me best of luck in fantasy football this week, because this might be the only time I'll ever hear it the rest of my entire life. Okay, so I'm gonna do everything in my power to help you win. Um, if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to ask me. Uh, Muhammad Sanu is <laughs> Muhammad Sanu is a must play for you. So if you don't play Muhammad Sanu, we're gonna have a problem. Uh, that's collusion. All gonna, collusion. Okay. All I'm gonna say is uh, best of luck to Grady this week in fantasy football. Hopefully he uh, flops on a big old wiener on uh, chicks versus Grady NFL picks. Who knows? Uh, 
Uh, I don't even know what that means, but all right. Well, we'll get him out of here. Grady, see ya. Grady, you suck. Oh, wait. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One quick second. What? Uh, would you guys consider yourselves my friend? I just want to I want to ask that general question. Grady, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Answer the question. Are you, are you, like, are you emotionally distressed right now are, or something? Are you really sad? Well, not emotionally distressed, but I'm a, I'm a little, like, unhappy that you guys hey, haven't hey, said a certain thing to hey. me. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Hey, you know what the thing is? We already said this in the, uh, what we were going to do was, I didn't tell you happy birthday all day. Yeah. And we did that on purpose because we were going to surprise you on here at the end of the show, but you want to be an idiot and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Well, I had to do it. I mean, if, if, if your wife is going to send me a message, uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. And you didn't send me one. Come on, come on, bro. Hey, we were wa- we were waiting to surprise you. We but... wanted it to be special, Grady. Yeah, we wanted it to be special, but and you um, ruined it. You ruined it. But <laughs> well, we, we hope you have a happy I, birthday. I, What'd you do today for your birthday? Then? What'd you do? Explain it to um, us. Um. Uh, what did I do? I I went to work this morning. I came back, took a really nice nap. Oh. Then I went back for class. But tonight, I think we're not, we're not going to do anything tonight. We're going to do something this weekend. But. I'm going to get canes for dinner and then do a little uh, Crown and Coke for a mixer. That's my move tonight. Wow, that's a big move. Is Nick taking you out to dinner? I hope so. <laughs> I hope he pays for my dinner. That's that's about what Nick can afford there at the top of uh, his canes. That's in, that's within his budget. You should make him do that. Yeah, canes. <laughs> Well, Grady, you you ruined it, but we wish you a happy birthday. We love you. Yeah, happy yes, birthday, buddy. And yes, we are like your best. Of course, we're your friends, you, Grady. We're your best friends, you dumb we, dumb. We wouldn't give you this much crap if we weren't. Idiot. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'll probably see you both this weekend. Um, so, yeah. Right. Thanks for having me on, like always. All right. Sounds you. good, buddy. Love you. Bye. Yep. See ya. All right, thanks again, Grady, for coming on. Happy birthday, buddy. Screw you, Grady. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Let's get Chris McNeil on the horn. Yeah, man. He's the guy that's behind this 0-16 Browns parade. Uh, and let's see what he has to say. All right, we have Chris McNeil on the phone, the guy behind the Browns 0-16 parade. Chris, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys? We're doing great, man. Uh, we got a first question. How much has been donated to this parade 2.0? So, so far for the Browns perfect season parade 2.0, we've got a whopping, I believe it's $140. $140. Right now it's very, it's very underwhelming at this point, but uh, that really doesn't concern me much because last year I was looking back to see, to kind of benchmark where we were at, this time last year, and I hadn't even come up with the uh, GoFundMe at this point. So I think as the Browns, should they continue to lose, I think we'll see more and more people invest in this parade, the parade idea. So I'm really not concerned about having a low number right now. It's kind of a confidence thing. As uh, as the Browns continue to lose, I look for that, that number to come up. And ultimately, to actually have the parade, we're looking at between... Yeah, you're probably looking at about $4,000. And basically, those dollars are for things like security, which obviously is a is a huge deal. Well, yeah. um, you know, no matter what you think about the parade, the one thing that we've got to do is we've got to make sure everybody's safe. If, if, this thing hap- if this thing happens, you're going through with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, hey, hey, listen, guys, I want to see the Browns win. I want to see us win a ball game. I want to see us win multiple ball games, but if we don't, then uh, you know we have something to look forward to at the end of the year. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, putting a positive spin on it, I like that. Not a whole lot else for us Browns fans to uh, be positive about right and now. That's, and that's all it is. It, it's supposed to be kind of a kind of a goofy thing. While at the same time, you know, this this is really kind of giving it to ownership as well. I right. mean, if you're Jimmy Haslam, if you're D Haslam, if you're that front office. And you see your fans out there parading because you just went out there for 16 games, 16 professional NFL games, and lost. And then most of them got your butt kicked. 
then I'm pretty embarrassed as an organization. That's for an organization that can't do anything right. Right. So I, I think this is also a chance for the fans to say, hey, listen, you know, let's bury what we've got, you know, in terms of these last two years have just been absolutely horrible. The entire time under Jimmy Haslam has been horrible. We're still who we are. We're the fans. Uh, but you guys have got to do better. Well, you guys have definitely got to do better. Well, Chris, I got a question for you then. So is Art Modell, uh, is he haunting the Browns? And why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Why is Art Modell not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Oh, well, for moving the Browns. I mean, and uh, and actually, I'm not a huge fan of Tony Grossi, right? He's blocked me on Twitter. He's blocked half of <laughs> Cleveland on Twitter. Right. But Tony Grossi, he will go in there every single time Art Modell is up, and he will have uh, just a he, – he will take over the stage, and um, I'm trying to think of what the word is when – when a congressman goes up and just talks and talks and talks. Filibuster? Uh, that's basically a filibuster. There's the word I was looking for. Sorry, smart guys. Pe- smart yeah, people. he basically filibusters every single time that Art <laughs> Modell is up. God love him to shoot him down. And I think that's the right move. I mean, the guy took what is the best football town in America and he moved their professional football team. And that is inexcusable. Yeah. Inexcusable. He could have sold the team. He had many options, him and his whole family, David Modell included. And I, and I understand where they're coming from, where they're all apologists uh, for him. And, I, you know, I understand family, but he had options. They wanted to make it sound like he did not have options, and that couldn't be any further from the truth. Right. Well, and it's never been the same since then. I remember growing up as a kid, I was a Dolphins fan for four years because I didn't have a team to root for after they moved the Browns. Yeah. Um, do you think you're probably a, probably a Kosar fan then I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. Cause uh, that's probably part of the reason you went to the dolphins. I would imagine. Right. Yep. He went to, he, he went down to Miami. Yep. hundred percent. Um, always love Bernie yeah. still do. Um, so what do you think? Uh, let's talk about the Browns as an organization, how bad they have been since 99. Do you think there's any danger of that, of history repeating itself and uh, them trying to move the team ever again, or, you know, what do, what do they do to great, to great turn question. around? Great question. Cause two, two of the uh, teams move last to, to turn around where they're at right now. I, I, I tell you, I've, I have such little confidence in the top of this organization. I would love nothing more than for it to come out tomorrow that Jimmy Haslam is selling the team. I I'm just sick of this entire regime They've tried it. They've reset it. They tried it again. And I'm just done. You know, 38 years old, I've seen many regimes for the Browns. And it just seems like Jimmy has just never been the right fit for Cleveland. Um, For whatever reason, you know, obviously he's had his legal issues uh, right off the bat when he came in. And then just from then on has not made really any good decisions. If you really look back at it. Um, right. And, yeah. and that's, Talk, that's talking about his legal sad. issues with, uh, you know, flying Jay when he was coming in and he's getting railed for that whole couponing or rebate right. thing, whatever it is. So he's made questionable business decisions in the, uh, you know, actual business world outside of sports. And he's obviously not doing anything with, uh, with the Browns and the sporting world as well. So I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, and there's nothing better that could happen was we get into a different era with a different regime and Hugh Jackson, you know, again, hate to hang it all on him, but he's one in 23 right now. It's the Browns or one in maybe it's one in 24. Yeah, but the, the uh, front office organization can't even make a trade go through. Yeah. Well, who's and as far as, as, as far as Hugh goes, it's like it, it, the blooms off the rose, right? Yeah. I mean, we were all excited. I was, I think, Everybody in the NFL said, hey, the Browns finally got their guy. This is the right guy. It's a great fit. You know, he's a quarterback whisperer. He's got the offense. He's got the pedigree. He understands the division. You know, he had everything going for him. And here we sit a year and a half later um, in terms of NFL seasons, and we've won one game. And I know not, not everything's about wins and losses when you're trying to rebuild, but come on. One game in a year and a half, and you're trying to tell me that this guy is the savior of the organization? For me, the bloom is off the rose. Don't fire him now. Let's go through the end of the season, see if there's something there. But I, I tell you what, for me, I'm ready to move on. Right. If there's nothing that comes to him in the life, in the next eight games. Right. Well, hey, hey uh, at McNeil on Twitter, I got uh, qu- two questions for you. 
Would you okay. bet, would you bet the Browns getting twelve and a half points this Sunday at Detroit? Would I bet on the Browns yeah. getting twelve and a half? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tempting line, actually. It is very tempting. Because, and here's the reason why. I mean, you got Detroit coming off of Monday night. They just came off of a very emotional win, you know, a big win over the Packers. It's kind of similar to what, unfortunately, Ohio State just did, right? Yeah. They go out, they play Penn State, have a big game, and then have a letdown in the next one. Hey, Chris, this one smells Chris, of a trap game. You can't bring up Ohio State. I'm not State. calling a Browns victory, but to cover, I could see that. You can't bring up Ohio State yeah. anymore. We we are over our uh, grieving, I'm sorry, guys. grieving we, process. We had our I'm an alumni. Period. It hurts me. It <sighs> hurts me, but, you know. It, the analogy's there, you know? Yeah. I, I hear you. My second question is, uh, via Twitter, is 200 characters too many? I do not like the new limit. <laughs> See, I'm old school now. I've been on Twitter for too long. I'm like, get off your get off my lawn type of guy. <laughs> 140 characters. I've learned that, that the way to communicate within those parameters, and I think that that's the way it should be now. And now I see 280. I, I was looking at my feed today. And it's like a nightmare. I'm looking at paragraph after paragraph. Like this isn't the intent. This is this is Facebook, man. I'm like reading about your kids and and, and some diatribe about stuff I don't care about. I, it used to be like a one liner about you know how how Kenny Britt can't catch. You know that's funny. <laughs> one hitter, boom. Okay, I got it. I don't need three more paragraph or three more sentences to explain that his hands aren't real good. I mean, I get it. I so see no, that. I'm I'm against I'm against the new limit. I seen a tweet today that uh, somebody sent out. It was naming the Browns quarterbacks of the past whatever years. You know, the names on the back of the jersey type eight, deal. Eight, past 18 and years now, yeah. they said that they couldn't name. They only got to 2005 with the 280 characters. <laughs> they said they only, they were, they were halfway through the last name and they couldn't, you know, they were only to 2005. So that's kind of. Yeah, I think I think I looked this up before uh, we brought you on, Chris. I think we're at twenty-eight different starting quarterbacks now. The last time that I counted, in the Parma area, and she has a jersey with all the last names on it. As of, uh, I think Colt McCoy was probably the last one, and it's like down to her ankles. It's so long, so it's just. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, hey, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, speaking of quarterbacks, though, and we mentioned him earlier. Now, I don't know if you follow Bernie Kosar on Twitter. Yeah. But I, I'm really anxious to see. Is God love Bernie and I love Bernie, but he struggles with the English language a whole <laughs> lot on Twitter. And now we're going to give him 280 characters. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. I can't wait to be reading through these bad boys and trying to figure this out. Yeah, are you be uh, like? I think we're gonna yeah, have to get. Gonna I think. We're, I think we're gonna have to call out Bernie to get him on the next episode. Oh, I would love to have because Bernie. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta. We gotta have Bernie defend ourselves against <laughs> against you. <laughs> I mean, good God! I, I love. I love Bernie too. Always have, but that boy against is supposed to. Against me, I love Bernie. I love I, Bernie. No, but I, I told Bernie back a couple of years ago that I, I would be his personal Twitter coach. And he actually took me Ooh. up on it for a little while. And we were <laughs> nice. kind of going back and forth. So, so yeah, he's in on it, too. But uh, giving him that many characters, you know, yeah. it's going to be like a beautiful mind there with all <laughs> of the different signs and symbols that are going to be going on there. It's going to be something to behold. Hey, hey, Chris, I do want to ask you, um, so if the Browns do win a game, what happens? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if the Browns win a ball game, then we're going to take all the money that has been donated for the, uh, for the parade. And that's going to be donated to the Cleveland Food Bank at that's the awesome. end of the year. So that's exactly what we did last year. And actually, when after you include what Mark Munch Bishop and some others did, including the Cleveland Browns, um, in uh, in donations last year, we were able to give over fifty thousand dollars. So uh, we'll see wow. what ends up happening through the end of this season. Uh, you know, a number like that, I think, was pretty pretty unbelievable. Uh, we had Dan Levitard on that thing early kind of helping us out um but you never know that's the way twitter is that's the way social media is something just catches fire and all of a sudden you go from 140 dollars like i have right now to you know big numbers so uh, you know it's really a win-win right the browns right, yeah. lose out sure sure it sucks right as a browns fan you got browns fans you know we don't want to see that yeah but I you're having fun it with it you're having fun with it but we're having fun awesome. with it so we have a parade if they yeah. win a ball game 
then we give it to the food bank. So I feel and, good about that, you know. And I f- and I feel like that's a misconception. Like with some people on Twitter, they're like, "Oh yeah, he's 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 going against the Browns. He's not going against the Browns. He's an avid Browns fan, but yeah. he he." You know, he wants to have fun too. Like it would be the Buckeyes right. being the worst team in the entire world. Like, what would we do? What would we do? We would have to have fun with it. We'd probably go out there and get drunk every day. And <laughs> well, we, we do that anyway. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, he this dude is having fun with it, and I want everybody to know that. Like, uh, everybody needs to follow him on Twitter. Yeah, what is your Twitter handle? It's at reflog underscore eighteen. Hey, you can uh, go ahead and promote whatever you got. Um, I know you got a uh, podcast. We do the McNeil Show. We're actually going to come back with an episode tomorrow. Uh, nice. That'll that'll then air on hopefully on Friday. Um, where I don't I don't know if you guys saw it. Kind of a, a bit embarrassing, but there was a there's a really nice article written about me by Scott Pasco on cleveland.com it kind of chronicled some of the things that cleveland twitter's done and really the, the whole community and some of the the cool things and he's going to come on and kind of talk to us so that's going to be tomorrow but you know that um our parade anything we've got going on just follow me at reflog underscore 18 uh you'll be able to find all that stuff there and all the other craziness that we do so um but as always go browns Go yeah, I mean, I, I would, right? I, I really want this. I really need them to win. Like they have to win a game. See, you're, you're, you're a Broncos fan, though. I'm so. a Broncos fan, but you know what? Like, I can still Ooh. root. I can still root. Yeah, right. For the Browns to win one game is that against the like <laughs> I, the law. I don't. Th- I don't think. I got old school. I've got old school hate for the Broncos. So. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. I'm not we're letting not, go of driving not... the fumble, my man. Hey, that hey, is hey, in my head. That is in my soul. I am never forgetting about that for a Broncos fan. Oh yeah, I know these new, the young bloods of these days, they don't understand the hate for the Denver Broncos. But, man, back in the day, though, that was the team. It wasn't the Steelers back then. It wasn't really even the Bengals. It was, it was the Broncos. We knew that was the team we had to So, beat. So me and you are definitely on the same page then because I am, uh, I am an avid LeBron hater. Um, yeah. but I haven't been public on Twitter for a while because my dude was Kobe, but I need to know what's going on with the Cavs. What, what is going on from the a Cleveland fan perspective? What are they going to click finally or what's going on? Oh, yeah, they're a train wreck right now. I mean, they really are. You've got nobody really stepping up. Now we had Kevin Love a little bit last night, but the, the thing that scares me, is I think back to those teams of the Lakers back several years ago when you had Kobe and they brought in Carl Malone and they brought in the glove, Gary Payton, and tried to create this super team, right? Of, yep. But it was a super team of old guys, you know? Yep. It wasn't the big three. It was like the, the crippling big three. Now, Kobe <laughs> was still in his prime at that time, but, but it was definitely the others type of deal and it's boy it almost seems like we've done that in cleveland i the the hope that i have is that hey there's a school of thought that this is a veteran team this is early in the season we're talking october november basketball who really cares right now these guys are professionals they know when to i hate the cliche but flip the switch they know when to really start playing to really start gelling but I mean, LeBron I had LeBron had 50 points the other night. How is he? He's playing. Yeah. These other guys aren't playing is what I'm saying. Like, aren't helping. You can, That's you exactly can, right. you can bring D Wade in. whoop de doo You can, uh, yeah. Kevin Love had 32 points and a win. Um, yep. You know, it's, it's, those are good stats and all, but I, I mean, I think they're easily going to walk to the finals and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but this is, uh, this is a team that I don't, I, I don't like out of the East right now. I, I, I really don't. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what, as a, as a sports fan, as a Cleveland fan, as an Ohio fan, this is a tough time because you got the Browns and you expect <laughs> the Browns, right? We've just come off the Indians where they let us down. Yep. You go into the Browns, you know what the Browns are. You say, oh, the Cavs are going to tip off. And then you see what's happening with the Cavs. The Buckeyes go and lose. I'm sorry to bring that up again. So yep. this is a tough time right now. This is a tough time. We need the Cavs 
to show, start showing up, and we need the Browns to win a ball game or two. That's really what we need more than anything else, just for the psyche of everybody. After all these letdowns we've had in the last few weeks. I, I know. I feel like Cleveland sports right now just needs its own support hotline. Yeah, yeah, we're right back we're right back in the old school <laughs> Cleveland thinking. We we've gone away from Championship City to being back to, you know, the old old the way Cleveland's been for the ever, you know. Right. Right. We had so our fun. It, it's not oh, a good place over. to be. <laughs> right. Well, Chris, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Um and great things you're doing with this parade, you know, for a good cause. Um, you know, making a making the best out of a bad situation in the Browns. Um, Chris McNeil again, everybody, and one more time, what was your Twitter handle? That's at reflog underscore 18 at reflog underscore 18. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks guys. I had a blast. See ya. Take care. All right. Thanks again, Chris, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Barry, what, uh, what's this last segment that you've concocted for today? Yeah. Uh, instead of would you rather, I guess we're going to do a little bit different segment. Uh, things old people like things old people. I think it's funny. I think about it a lot because I'm like, why in the world is, why is an old person? This dude is probably like 70 years old. Dude is standing on outside of Kroger with a uh, flip phone. Like dude has a flip phone. Well, okay. That's okay. So how funny is that as like a younger millennial, whatever you want to call us? I mean, that, that, that makes perfect sense to me because I think that touch phone technology for whatever reason for i would say i mean you're you know how how terrible it is to talk to your parents and talk to anybody older than that about anything electronics how impossible that is yeah for the most part yeah my true story my dad actually still does not have a cell phone and is proud of that that's insane has no cell phone refuses to get one Dude, that dude is low key. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> How do you get a hold of him? You just you call the house phone, hope that he's there. If not, you call mom's cell phone and ask her where she, where he is. Dude, my parents still have a house phone too. That's that's yeah, kind of. I, I mean, I think that's the thing. Well, I think it's you know you grew up with like the the rotary phone that did 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 four did 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 Oh come on, we're we're older than that. But what I'm saying is, no 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 no, they did. You knew people's number. Like I could rattle off people's numbers from back home. Right right. No no no. I'm saying they grew up with the rotary phone, like kind of thing. So they're very old school. Like they're used to the house phone that and like shared lines and stuff back in the day. You ever you ever heard of that? Yeah. Where you could like hear another somebody else's conversation up the road. So so flip phones. What what you got? What you got? Uh, flip phones. How about uh, terrible candy? Oh my god! Like terrible candy, always standing like right on, right when you walk in or on the counter, you'd eat it, and it's like, Graham, or what are you doing here? Or the lady? or the lady that like always has it in her purse somewhere. Like just a minute here. Yeah, let, me, yeah. Let, let, let me get to you. Let or, me get you this butterscotch. Yeah, that yeah, was from uh, my senior prom. This is nineteen twenty two. Yeah. So terrible candy, obviously. Uh, what about Velcro shoes? Velcro shoes. So I actually, I think I kind of get this one. To be honest with you, I totally think that when I get older and it's an acceptable age for me to wear them. I think Velcro shoes are actually, a you really know what? Idea. I'm going to go out and buy a pair I, I because think that's I'm great. lazy. Like why not? <laughs> Who what, cares? You're married. Like I'm married. That's what I'm so saying. I'm not what, bending over that far to do that crap you know, anymore. You know, know what I'm saying? Like it's over. Like <laughs> it's, she can't, it's, it's done. I, I, I love that's your advice every time we talk about marriage. It's it's over. You can get fat and buy Velcro shoes. You know, that's, that's why not? Let's get fat and buy Velcro shoes, and then you know, then we can like talk about working out and stuff like that. That's, yeah. I mean, you can do that. But uh, let let me get what, what else you got. I I got another one after you. Um, I'm gonna go with daytime television, like uh, Price is Right. Oh God, Price is Right, and uh, and like Maury. And, and you Judge know how Judy. awesome of a life it would be to just sit home and watch just, The Price is Right, take a big old nap, wake up about f- three, four, whatever time Maury's on, and I be know, like, oh got, my gosh, we got Maury. Oh, and uh, and uh, Let's Make a Deal. Wayne Brady's the host of Let's Make a Deal now. Did you know this? I don't like Wayne Brady. You don't like Wayne Brady? No. Oh, I love Wayne Brady. No. It, he, He's funny. What what was the show? Uh, How I Met Your Mother. He was on there. Yeah, yeah. but he definitely like... Well, before did, that, he was I didn't on, think uh, he was that funny with the... With the 
when he would keep flipping. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. Uh, no, I liked him from Whose Line Is It Anyway, the Drew Carey show. You remember? Yeah, remember I remember that. that. Yeah. Like he was funny in that, but just right. like the things he's done recently, just really haven't. So yeah, that. bad bad daytime television. Uh, my last one I got here is uh, mothballs, terrible cologne, and terrible perfume. I mean, you walk into a house <laughs> so and it smells like a mothball. Like you need to evacuate or that, like, immediately. Or that like musty. Oh my gosh, smell. dude! You ever like go to a buddy's grandma's house and she has just the worst <laughs> perfume, just doused like it's, it's half like the, bottle. It's like the musting, musty smell. Like you can still smell a hint of that, but just with an overwhelming amount of like gasoline poured oh on top of God. it. And and you're just like, oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> like, oh, would you make yeah, you <laughs> yeah, me cookies? A but that that's the thing though. They typically. <laughs> grandma's cooking is like yeah i mean like how can you turn it down but you have to still take like one of those hugs uh perfume based and then it's like okay do you have to go to the bathroom well you have to walk like in the hallway that has like a box of mothballs sitting there (laughs) and you about start throwing up and then you end up having to open the window and it's yeah i've done it before i've done it before man yeah i don't know i think I think the food's worth it, though. That, that that would be my argument. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get out of here. All right. I guess we're done. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. At After A Few Pod on Twitter. Uh, like us, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Uh, those are all the platforms that we're on for our podcast. Yep. I mean, we appreciate y'all. We love doing it. So. We appreciate it. It's always a good time. Signing off for this week after a few podcasts out. Yep, see ya. Peace.